0: I totally remember you as the dancing queen singing night after night with Donna and the Dynamos. You three were more than hardcore. You were super troopers.
1: No joke. Too bad we never made any money, money, money with that gig. Oh, well, I guess that's just the name of the game.
0: Well, honestly, thank you for the music. We really had a great run, didn't we?
1: We did. And now we get to see it in action with Mamma Mia at the Wyo Theater. October 14th is the premiere performance with encores October 15th, 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd.
0: Can't wait. Seriously, I have a dream about this almost every night. At least one of us is going to get what we want.
1: Oh, you mean tickets? I think a lot of us are going to get those. All you have to do is go to yotheater.com.
2: Your search for office supplies starts right here at the Sheridan Commercial Company. Hi, Kurt Smith here. We've stocked our office supply department with supplies that meet your everyday work challenges. Our online store at SheridanCommercial.com, where you can explore and discover exclusive deals and compare prices with a few clicks. So whether you prefer the in-store experience at 303 Broadway or the digital office store at SheridanCommercial.com, the Sheridan Commercial Company and office supply store is your partner, open seven days a week.
3: Hi, this is Cindy Pop, the operations manager with the Dog and Cat Shelter, inviting you
4: to a long story. Hear funny stories about some of our long-time residents who show us their goofy sides, as told by stand-up comedians. Some of these longtimers may even be there. A night of comedy, spaghetti, and a silent auction at the Caliph Shrine on Friday, October 13th at 5.30 p.m. Call the Dog and Cat Shelter to get tickets at
5: 307-674-7694. Presented by Mountain Works Entertainment and Dinah's Chiropractic. Your phone is so smart. It knows
1: where you are, what you like, where you live. And if you're a business that's using digital advertising, the equation is the same as other platforms. If your ad isn't compelling, can't be changed, and your target audience, well, isn't targeted, plus you're stuck in a contract, then you're throwing your money away. Let Shared Media help you with your digital advertising. We'll lock in your target audience, create eye-catching ads, and give you more flexibility with your campaign. Find out more by emailing sales at sharedmedia.com. That's sales at sharedmedia.com.
6: First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from to Media. As part of their community commitment, the American Legion Drum and Bugle Corps will be receiving these funds
3: per random drawing. We're giving $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank & Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment, Member FDIC.
7: This is Public Pulse, your information and conversation program, brought to you by First Federal Bank & Trust. You can voice your opinion by calling 672-KROE. That's 672-5763. Now, your host for Public Pulse, Floyd Whitey. Good
2: morning and welcome to Public Pulse. National Manufacturing Day is on the first day, or excuse me, first Friday in October. And in order to teach students, parents, and the public what manufacturing is all about, I am joined this morning by Sheridan County Chamber of Commerce, Marketing and Communications Director Jody Hartley, and Assistant Director of Manufacturing Works tyler oh daniel good morning and welcome to the show
5: good morning, morning floyd
2: now when it comes to manufacturing works tyler uh what is it and what do you guys do out there
8: yeah so that's a great question uh, manufacturing works is kind of tough to describe briefly But uh, what we are is we're a federal and state partnership. Um, Well, actually, we're half funded by the federal government, half funded by the state, and we're umbrellaed underneath the University of Wyoming. And what we are is we're basically the Wyoming center um, to help manufacturers in the state grow, um, become more resilient, and sustain. And how we do that is we uh, basically travel around. We go into various manufacturers throughout Wyoming, and we talk with them, look at their business, and try and identify pain points or hurdles that they might have or are coming up and find solutions to help them um, mitigate those basically or work around those. Uh, we do business assessments, we um, we do various trainings, we'll, uh, we'll do help with certifications. And so if a company is trying to compete for new business or some sort of contract and they might need a, a, a certain certification for that business, we can help them obtain that. And the really cool thing about, me, or about manufacturing works is there's actually a center of what we do in every single state. Um, they all operate a little bit differently and they're all named differently, but we can tap into them for various resources um, if we don't necessarily have the answer for a certain problem that a manufacturer in Wyoming might be having.
2: It's incredible. So in, in a way, if I've hit a brick wall, in some way and i'm not even sure how i can i can have you guys come into my my company you can say well not only will i i find a way around over or through this brick wall but we're going to help you make it more efficient
8: yep exactly Um, and it's actually a really cool deal that we just started here about a year ago we uh, partnered with the state and we actually bring manufacturers this uh, no cost assessment now and it's about a two-hour process and we'll look at everything from um, basically what front office to back office how, how is your business health businesses health wow um, so Cypress. it's like an audit almost yeah
2: like let's let's get down to brass tacks look at the numbers and uh, the efficiency of everything going on
8: yeah and it's, it's awesome because um, we'll actually bring in every leader in the company that we can um if we can get some time on them and uh we'll ask them their opinions and try and get feedback from everybody in the organization rather than one person and that's how you get a really uh nice comprehensive assessment done
2: that's incredible how did you get into this line of work
8: oh man um i kind of just stumbled into it Uh, about four (laughs) years ago i um i have an engineering mindset and a biz dev background and so um, i was living in nebraska at the time and uh, had been looking around for some higher education employment and because we're umbrellaed under the university of wyoming i saw a position pop up and um, said manufacturing on it and that's usually got some sort of engineering entailed with it so um shot my application in and bing bang boom here we are about four years later living in sheridan
2: that's incredible (laughs) what is it about manufacturing that you enjoy
8: yeah so the diversity of manufacturing um the processes that might go into making a a beer per se um, is way different than what it goes into to making a car Um, and so everything is different there's different types of equipment different types of expertise and personalities um, and then the people in the manufacturing industry it's just got that kind of very hard work, let's get the job done and let's get our product out into people's hands mentality. And I just, I love that and I thrive in that.
2: Um, Blue collar, salt of the earth, right? Yep. I mean, uh, I had a great uh, a job uh, going in and, and speaking with uh, one of these individuals once, and I was there to just kind of do a story on the manufacturing of truck beds. And we're not little ones, we're talking the big industrial dump truck beds. And I got to walk around and talk to the welders. My father was a welder. So, I had a lot lot to talk about. It was great to be in there for, gosh, I think I was there for about two hours. And I was just fascinated (laughs) by the process. Uh, Because you're right. I might make fences here, but I make, uh, you know, maybe computer chips over here. It's all manufacturing, isn't it, Tyler? Yep yep it all is and and it all kind of follows that same recipe you need materials you need people you need the engineers with the know-how to get it done jody what about you what is it about manufacturing that uh you like and enjoy Mm -hmm.
5: i i have found it absolutely fascinating the types of products that are manufactured here in sheridan county um we have Department of Defense contractors. We have um, vacuum systems for car washes. We have, um, you know, things that are produced for oil and gas. So it's just, it is a wide variety. It's really fascinating to learn the history of those Uh, manufacturers. How did they come about? How did they come up with this idea of seeing them grow and succeed over the years? And kind of seeing that entrepreneurial mindset has always been really fascinating to me. Um, So just that wide variety. And some of them are just kind of hidden gems. You don't even realize they're there, but they're doing work for the government or, you know, providing the, the next vacuum system for car washes all across the united states so it's just fascinating to me all that diversity
2: and and you're right when you say you know hidden gems uh a lot of times you wouldn't even know what's going on in that big mm-hmm. building until you walk into mm-hmm. it and see what's going on and then all of a sudden it just opens up a whole new world of possibilities mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I never never really wanted to be a welder until I found out what was going on in that big building over the way and they're making mm-hmm. these massive truck beds and mm-hmm. I was like, what a cool job. Mm-hmm. You know, just to come in every day and, and work mm-hmm. hard and, and make sure that that welds set and good. It, I could do that. Mm-hmm. That, that seems mm-hmm. like something I could definitely get behind. And the entrepreneurial spirit mm-hmm. behind this, uh, you really got to have that drive because this is not an easy business to be in, mm-hmm. uh, whether you are manufacturing a computer chip or sections of fence. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all got uh, its challenges. Mm-hmm. How do, How is uh, the Sheridan Chamber of Commerce going to observe National Manufacturing mm-hmm. Day this year?
5: So this is our seventh year celebrating National Manufacturing Day, and we are hosting tours um, through um, several local manufacturers we have ten manufacturers who are participating um, these are free public tours so folks can go in and just see what what these companies are producing how they're producing it they can learn more about the careers and different aspects um, of those industries and um, you know see that it takes a lot of high technology it's not just kind of producing widget after widget after widget it's you know very complex detailed everything needs to be customized to to those products so it's really an eye-opener to see what's being produced here and learn more about those careers it really is a a, a great opportunity for people especially people who like to use their hands and they're creative Um, that's probably the biggest thing the creativity um that these manufacturers have so it's and really a lot of the products
2: are there to to solve a problem mm-hmm. and exactly. uh you know when it comes to actually observing this stuff there's a whole section of social media videos uh, carried by every platform where you can just sit and watch manufacturers because it's just fascinating mm-hmm. to see uh, everything from nuts and bolts all the way up to really complicated uh, electronics with cars. You can watch them manufacture this stuff. And I, I was watching a few this morning before we came in. And I thought, you know, this is why these tours are so successful. Because mm-hmm. it's fun to see that kind of stuff happen. Mm-hmm. And you might be looking at a product going, how do they do that? Mm-hmm. How the heck do they get that cup that shape, mm-hmm. you know? And find out it's actually pounded by a press. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, do we have a list of which manufacturers are going to take part this year?
5: Yes, we do. So um, Blacktooth Brewing Company, Craft Co, Frontier Ironworks in Buffalo, um, Kennan, King Saddlery, LNH Industrial, Mountain Meadow Wool also in Buffalo, um, the Sheridan Press, Vacutech and Weatherby.
2: I saw a saddle made once uh when i was a kid and it was an absolute fascinating Mm -hmm. process uh it took a while but we just kind of sat there and watched him put the pieces on Mm -hmm. we didn't get to see him make the pieces but we got to see him put the whole thing together and i thought that was just cooler than anything Mm -hmm. and if you haven't seen how they press that paper you really Mm -hmm. should because they do it the old way and that press is impressive to watch mm-hmm. and it takes a very skilled individual to do that. These tours sound like they cover the gambit mm-hmm. and uh, you're going to learn a lot by going yes. on these. Now, <sighs> How important is manufacturing to the Sheridan economy? If we were to take a step back and really look at it, Jody.
5: Um, it's very important. We Sheridan is actually the second largest in the state um, as far as the number of manufacturers. And um, light manufacturing has really grown in Sheridan County. And it's very important economically to have that diversity, um, to not always rely on one certain industry, Um, even though we're talking manufacturing they're very diverse in the products that they produce so um, it's very important to have lots of diversity and attract these types of businesses to to sheridan
2: how important is manufacturing to the residents of sheridan county
5: i think very important we have about a thousand employees who work in manufacturing firms Um, we have about 121 um, manufacturer, so they're employing your neighbors um, your friends your family very important
2: again you know uh, just kind of leaning on that one experience that i had with that uh, truck bed manufacturer i didn't realize it took that many individuals to go in there and make a, a giant truck bed and it's not being made by machines something that large you would think oh well that's coming out of a big factory so my father worked up at the jr simplot smoky canyon mine <laughs> and i i grew up You know, looking at these giant, giant trucks. And I thought, wow, it's built by robots. No, that's human hands in there. That's actually building that stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. fascinating to see. Mm -hmm. We're going to continue to talk about the upcoming Manufacturing Day with the Sheridan Chamber of Commerce and Manufacturing Works. Right after this, you're listening to Public Pulse on 930 KROE and 103.9 FM, Sheridan.
9: are you tired of dealing with complicated bank switches at first federal bank and trust we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers with ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account it's simple safe and takes just minutes when you bank with first federal you're not just a customer you're a valued member of the community we take pride in living and working right alongside you contributing to the growth of our local economy first federal bank and Trust. member FDIC
0: here and to see you had I known that that was our last summer I never would have left but I have a feeling you didn't make this invitation, did you? I kept asking Sophie, does your mother know?
1: Honey, honey, you're absolutely right. I mean, knowing me, knowing you, this meeting would never have happened, but I am excited for you to see Mama Mia at the Wyo
0: Theater. Oh, I know, me too. I totally remember you as the dancing queen singing night after night with Donna and the Dynamos. You three were more than hardcore. You were super troopers.
1: No joke. Too bad we never made any money, money, money with that gig. Oh, well, I guess that's just the name of the game.
0: Well, honestly, thank you for the music. We really had a great run, didn't we?
1: We did, and now we get to see it in action with Mamma Mia at the Wyo Theater. October 14th is the premiere performance with encores October 15th, 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd.
0: Can't wait, seriously. I have a dream about this almost every night. At least one of us is going to get what we want.
1: Oh, you mean tickets? I think a lot of us are going to get those. All you have to do is go to WyoTheater.com.
9: Canned Ice Ice Baby here with Sheridan Honda and Power Sports, First Northern Bank, Pro Football Pick'em. Here's what happened in the KROE studio this week.
0: Denver! This might be the worst match of the whole season. (laughs) This is terrible. Magic.
5: Well, and you know where they're going to be on TV, so um, I'm going to go again Just
0: because
6: Chicago is so bad. Yeah. Will it be on TV?
0: Yeah, it shouldn't be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to force you to you'll, watch yeah. it? Yeah, you'll know where like, it is on TV, This is so the game avoid where, like, yeah.
8: Guantanamo Bay, they're going to make those guys yeah. watch this. <laughs> <laughs> they're forcing <laughs> them.
6: They've, they turned the TV sets on at yeah. Guantanamo you're Bay. You're to watch this game. <laughs> and you're watching Denver at Chicago. I'm going I'm Bears. Radio, I'm solid TV Bears. TV. I'm
7: I told you. I've never
2: picked a Denver God. again. The Rookie, Andrew Boynt here with First Northern Bank. Play along with us every week for a chance to win a prize. This week, it's a $100 gift card to the Warehouse Gastropub. Just go to the contest page on sharedmedia.com and click on the Pro Football
6: Pick'em Banner.
9: October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Hi, this is Ada Curvin with Shared Memorial Hospital Foundation. I wanna remind everyone about the importance of cancer screening and early detection in the fight against this disease. We hope you will come out with your family and friends and join us at beautiful Whitney Park on Saturday, October 21st. The link partners in pink. All proceeds this year support patients at the Welch Cancer Center through the foundation's Comfort Care program. See you on the 21st.
2: Good morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. I'm Floyd Whiting. Coordinated locally by the Chamber's Business Retention and Expansion Committee in partnership with Manufacturing Works and local manufacturing businesses, the Sheridan Chamber of Commerce will observe Manufacturing Day on October 6th with a series of tours of our local manufacturing facilities throughout the day, which will include lunch, compliments of Craftco. And this morning, I am speaking with Jody Hartley the uh, i gotta find your title here
5: marketing and communications. communication <laughs> marketing <Director>. and
2: communications <laughs> director and i'm also speaking with tyler o'daniel he's the assistant director of manufacturing works now jody when will these tours begin
5: so we have the first tour um starts at 8 a.m um and we have tours all different times throughout the day um we do have a schedule of those tours on our website um, sheridanwyomingchamber.com so you can sort of look at that schedule plan out your day um hit those manufacturers that are of interest to you stop by craftco for lunch a free lunch and um, you can spend your whole day touring and then end at Blacktooth Brewery.
2: <laughs> now, will this be like a group we all go in together, we all come out together type of deal?
5: Um, so what they do, some of them have just one tour per day. Some of them have different times throughout the day. Um, most of them, you just you show up and whoever's there, they take you through the tour. Um, We do have a couple who have a limited number of spaces available. Um, The Sheridan Press, their three tours um, are each limited to 20 people, and the Weatherby tour is also limited to 20 people. Um, For the Weatherby tour, we do ask that you call the chamber office to register for that one um, because they aren't able to take any more than those 20, so we don't. Don't want to have folks showing up and be disappointed if they're not able to get on that tour.
2: Okay, so all I got to do is give you guys a ring and kind of get the lowdown on where and when mm-hmm. I need to be. Uh, when it comes to the other manufacturers in town, can I kind of just show up with the the family or?
5: Yeah, anybody here on the schedule, everybody is welcome. Um, it's a great opportunity for our youth to see people working with their hands and um, just that not everybody has to go to college yeah um you can have a wonderful career working with your hands and being creative um and there are many opportunities um throughout all of these manufacturing companies and it's a great opportunity for them to see that and see it in action
2: and you know i've got uh, i've got a brother uh who's who's in concrete i got a brother who's uh, a bricklayer and they're doing Mm-hmm. just fine mm-hmm. uh you know <laughs> they don't really have to worry too much about the up and down industries that skill trades mm-hmm. uh, are are probably one of the best routes in my opinion um, for kids to go mm-hmm. uh, you know plumbers uh carpenters and and manufacturers welders like we were talking before i don't know how much a welder makes in this day and age but i do know that back in 2008, 2011, they were doing pretty dang good, uh, traveling around just doing what they love to do out of the back of their pickup truck, especially during the big boom um, that was going on. Now uh will ppe be provided personal protection equipment Mm -hmm. because a lot of these places do require like a hard hat or Mm -hmm. maybe some ear protection things like that
5: yes if 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 it is necessary usually the manufacturing company will provide that um and typically we recommend closed toe shoes um while you're touring these companies
2: yeah that might be a pretty good Mm -hmm. idea too and you know uh i don't know how many people still have the old steel toes but uh I don't know what what I think I'm going to do, Tyler, but I've still got those in storage. Like, I, I might have to break them out at any point or something. I don't know. You wear steel toes in a lot of the things that you do?
8: Oh, I don't. Um, so there's... Uh... Kind of depends on the facility you're in, but um, nowadays, actually, if you show up in a facility that requires steel toes, they have, uh, if you don't have steel toes on, they basically have these plastic cups that go on the front of your oh, shoe. Nice. Really? Oh, and you don't want to wear them. So if, <laughs> if, if you do uh, find out a company's requiring steel toes and you're ever going into one, make sure you're wearing them. Otherwise, you're going to be the, the orange uh, cups on your shoes.
2: <laughs> Everyone's going to point and laugh. Everyone's going to point and laugh. Now, uh, Joda, this sounds like a pretty good time what other programs does the business retention and expansion committee actually operate
5: so we um also put together the ignite conference and the the bre committee is um, all volunteer um, with the exception of a few chamber staff who are on there so we have representatives from um, various companies throughout the county and so they do the ignite conference um, we do chamber coffees throughout the um, county Um, And we often have guest speakers at the meetings um, talking about different topics that are um, important to business retention and expansion. So continuing education for those businesses as well.
2: Jody, if you were going to give me just kind of an anecdotal comment on how manufacturing is going here in Sheridan County in this day and age, what would you say?
5: Oh, it's it's excellent. Um, We have manufacturers providing products that are used all over the world we have products that are produced for nasa we have products that are being used by the military um and it's just it's vital to our economic diversity and our economy
2: coming out of shared and proud right there folks <laughs> uh, we've got products going all over the world tyler if if you were to kind of tell me how manufacturing is doing here in sheridan anecdotally i know you guys don't have that like number information in front of you but what would you say
8: yeah well um as we've kind of alluded to Sheridan is uh it's an awesome place to be if you're uh interested in manufacturing or in the manufacturing space um to talk a little bit just nationally on manufacturing and opportunity as of right now I think we have nearly 700,000 job positions that are open in the manufacturing industry nationwide Um, and in the next decade we're actually looking at about 4 million opportunities that are going to be needing filled Mm -hmm. and so um, the opportunity is there and it's just going to continue to grow and if you're uh any bit interested in manufacturing um, it's a great time to start looking into pursuing either an education or uh, just going out and getting some experience with various manufacturers to position yourself for the future because um, there's great opportunity in that uh, industry
2: and you know wyoming has always kind of been one of those states where we've got lots of engineers we've got lots of metal workers woodworkers leather workers people who do work with their hands um, you know if i could go back in time and kind of do it all again I don't know. I think I may have uh, pursued more of a welding career because working with metal is absolutely fascinating. And the engineer will sit down and get everything designed, and it's that metal worker who who makes it happen, builds that thing.
5: One of the great things about Sheridan County I want to point out too is Sheridan College offers a lot of certificate programs um, for these trades and they work very closely with our manufacturers to offer programs um, for what those businesses are in in need of as far as employees so it's a really great partnership there as well
2: which i think is great you you can come out of high school go to college Mm -hmm. get a certificate and get a good paying job Mm -hmm. with uh, probably some great benefits uh right here in your hometown and i think that's great now um one more time just so we know Mm -hmm. uh when do these tours start and if i want to take part where do i got to be
5: yes so friday this friday october 6th um some of the tours start at 8 a.m they're here in sheridan county and johnson county Um, we're very uh, grateful to some of those businesses in buffalo who are participating as well Um, we have a full schedule on the Chamber website, SheridanWyomingChamber.org, or give us a call at 672 2485, and we can um, give you that schedule. And there's tours throughout the day, free lunch at Craftco. You can end the day at Blacktooth Brewing Company, and it's a great day.
2: And I think it's a great day to uh, get those kids that may be on the fence, I don't know what I want to do. Well, let's go see what uh, they're doing over here, over there. I think that'd be fascinating. All of a sudden, they're just like, you know what? Yeah. I want to go build truck beds or I would love to be able to be part of the team that puts together shotguns or something like that, it would be a pretty good job. All right. Jody, Tyler, I want to thank you both for coming on and uh, talking with me about Manufacturing Day and uh, appreciating everything that Sheridan has to offer.
5: And I just want to say thank you to our manufacturers who are opening their doors um, for these public tours. We're we're really grateful for that.
2: Absolutely. It wouldn't happen without them. All right. When we come back, we're going to speak with the Sheridan Advocacy and Resource Center. You're listening to Public Pulse on 930KROE and 103.9 FM.
6: Sure. First Federal Bank and Trust would like to recognize another winner of $1,000 cash and a $1,000 marketing donation match from to Media as part of their community commitment. The American Legion Drum and Bugle Corps will be receiving these funds per random drawing.
5: We're giving
3: $1,000 away every week to a qualified nonprofit organization. Next week, it could be your nonprofit. Visit our website, efirstfederal.bank, for details. First Federal Bank and Trust and Sheridan Media present Community Commitment. Member FDIC.
0: This is Dan with Captain Clean. If you find water inside your home, don't panic. Captain Clean is always on standby 24-7 our trained and certified experts and staff will help you start to finish. From identifying the issue, extracting water, detecting moisture deep within your walls, ceilings and floors, to utilizing state of the art equipment and techniques that ensure your home is completely dry and feels new again. Call Captain Clean today at 6720726 and don't let unexpected water ruin your day.
6: McDonald's restaurants in Sharon have the opportunity you've been waiting for. They're looking for enthusiastic open and closer crew members starting at an impressive $17 per hour. At McDonald's, Larry Starrow and the crew are all about helping you reach your goals. Open and closer crew members are the heart and soul of McDonald's success. Ready to join the fun starting at $17 per hour? Go online to myhire.com or stop by any share McDonald's location to pick up an application.
4: Are you looking for a realtor to assist you in buying your dream home or maybe you are looking for a versatile agent to help you navigate through your listing and selling process this is katie losi and i would love to be that agent for you i have been part of several real estate transactions ranging from residential home sales lots and land as well as listing and selling farm and ranch properties please give me a call today at 307-351-3043 so i can assist you in the next chapter of your real estate journey buffalo realty connecting people with
7: property Let's talk about tires. Think about snowy, icy roads ahead. Now think about your current worn tires. How safe does that make you feel? Luckily, Midas Tire and Auto has their best tire sale on brands like Cooper, Handcook, and Toyo going on this month. Buy three tires, get one free, and up to a $100 rebate on select tires. Midas also has big savings on shocks and struts. Preparing for winter is critical. Saving money is optional, but Midas makes it easy to do both. Getting and keeping you safely on the road. Midas Tire and Auto and Sheridan. This week on The Real House Pets of Sheridan Johnson County.
3: Oh, my God. Look at her. Just because she's a purebred, she thinks she can get away with anything. Uh,
6: she's such a. B-
3: I mean, she's a female dog, so. Enter a photo of your dog in their most dramatic moments on The Real House Pets of Sheridan and Johnson County and win prizes valued at $300. Winner is by most votes, so tell your friends. The Real
6: House Pets of Sheridan and Johnson County, presented by Mandy Coltisco with Century 21 BHJ Realty and Appliance Max. Good
2: morning and welcome back to Public Pulse. Proudly brought to you by our friends out there at First Federal Bank and Trust. I'm Floyd Whiting. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. An observed month in the U.S. to recognize the victims of domestic violence and unite advocates across the nation in their efforts to end domestic violence. So joining me this morning is the Executive Director of the Sheridan Advocacy and Resource Center, Yvonne Swanson. And Assistant Director, Rhonda Weber. Yeah, that's right. You guys uh you sent me the big wigs today
0: oh yeah. yeah
2: yeah I got you I got, got us. I got the a-team yeah. in here
4: <laughs> I don't know actually um we left the a-team back at the place that's why we were able to
2: leave <laughs> oh there you go yeah yeah absolutely uh the boots on the ground right Yep. well good morning welcome back to the show uh Yvonne whenever you and I see each other it's always an absolute pleasure but the things that we got to talk about it's uh, always tough it's always a little tough uh can you just remind folks or or maybe let people know who don't, what the center does.
4: The Advocacy and Resource Center assists victims of violent crime here in Sheridan County. And violent crime it can be a very, very broad term. Um, since the early 80s, we started assisting domestic violence, sexual assault, and stalking victims. And in the 90s, we started our um, victim witness part of it where we assist all violent crime victims so we have a history of working with an array of victimizations and crimes in Sheridan County
2: and would you remind folks how many people are walking through that door calling you that you're helping every year
4: yeah. um, we consistently see four to five hundred people a year and so when we say four or five hundred people, some of those are the primary victims. Most of them are the primary victims. But we do also see the secondary victims. And when we say secondary victims, we, need, we mean the support people for that victim. It could be um, a friend or a family member, or it could be their children.
2: Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Now, let's go over the ways that you can help people. Um, because you can go to court with me, but you're not lawyers. You're just right. there to to support me. Correct. And And what are some other ways that you help some of these victims?
4: Well, mostly our main job is emotional support empowering and helping them find resources to do what they want to do when we're working with a victim um, especially domestic violence or even sexual assault it's coming from a place where they're at what they're ready to do and what they're capable of doing because when I say capable it doesn't just mean what their finances say it's also where they are emotionally and what they can handle so we walk alongside them with anything that they need whether it's safety planning whether it's location, whether it's protection orders, um, talking with a family member. Um, we have several young sexual assault victims that need help letting a family member know what happened to them, or it's sitting along with them with law enforcement or the prosecutor, um, maybe going to DFS and getting assistance there. Maybe the first steps into compass and how to, um, have their child have visitation with the dad. So it's it's really hands-on things that we do um, and a little bit of financial assistance sometimes.
2: Yeah, and you know, you said you left the A-team back there, and I, <laughs> I would absolutely agree on that. Um, this is not an easy job, Rhonda. Uh, why would someone say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to go through this emotional turmoil with you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Why? Why do people volunteer to be advocates?
3: Um, you know, a lot of our staff, a lot of our volunteers, they they have either experienced victimization themselves or they know someone that has. And so they want to do their part to help. Um, they want to be supported by us. they know they know our program is is helpful, um, that we've touched someone in their lives through our program, and so they want to give back genuinely. Every person we hire has that helping um, intuition in them. It's not just a job for them, same with our volunteers and so I think at its core, all of the people we employ um and agree to allow volunteer for our center um truly believe that no one should endure victimization and so they want to be there to support them and they want to help us in our prevention efforts as well and they wholeheartedly believe that
2: now um yvonne a lot of people might be thinking oh well this is this is like a women's center Mm -hmm. but it's not is it? i mean you help men as well i mean this we're not we're not exempt from these emotions we're not exempt no. from having our power taken from us are we
4: no not at all actually our numbers and of course that is numbers working with all violent crime victims but the last 12 months we had 333 females in our office and we had 88 men so that's a lot Mm -hmm. yeah that's a lot our ratio does has changed over the years as the word gets out but but that's the reality is power and control happens to anybody anywhere it doesn't matter who you are your gender your race how you grew up how much money you make what your job is it can happen to anybody um and and it comes from a a deep-seated learned behavior is where it comes from. So when we are seeing men, um, the difference is is that sometimes men have different resources. So when women are coming to see us, it's because they don't have money. They might not have shelter. They don't know what to do. They are depending on their partner 100% for most things that they do because they're being told what to do, when to do it, and how to do it.
2: And that's part of the abuse. That's part of the Mm -hmm. control. Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah. And so when we see men, it's not necessarily because their partner... um, is controlling all of the money or all of the finances, but it's starting to affect other parts of their job or um, other things that they'll come in and they'll be like, well, I'm not scared of her. I don't think she's gonna hurt me, but the things that she's doing and the behavior and how she's treating me isn't okay. And it'll come through manipulation. We'll see a lot more manipulation.
2: Yeah, I could could see that. Mm -hmm. And, And stalking? you know um I think a, a lot of times uh you know I haven't gone through like a really big type of stalking but I have had an individual who who chose to be where I was all the mm-hmm. time and it started to get a little scary yeah. yeah and I mean what are you what are you gonna do as a man you're gonna you know yeah even if you say something and they that continues I would have been I'm going to go to the advocacy center because yeah. I don't know where to go from mm-hmm. here. Not doing anything illegal, per se. So the police can't really do very much. Maybe talk to that individual. Right. But my goodness, what do I do now? And and you guys would be willing to help me on
3: that. Well, it's, it, you know, when we talk with youth, um, that same kind of feeling presents with youth because youth really have a hard time identifying who they can talk to, whether they're male or female. So the stalking situation or scenario that you just described, if they relay that to their friends, friends can't really understand, well, he or she likes you maybe, or right. he or she is just giving you gifts. What's what's bad about that? Or he or she, um, they're just into you, and, and like it, youth really want to be a part of something like that. And so they really have nobody to turn to because intuition is telling them this feels not okay but everybody around me seems to be okay with it and so we talk a lot about that in in the schools as well and then you know now that it's being addressed we can we hope to alleviate those feelings that maybe males are having because i think i think a lot of the males have that feeling of how do I even talk about what is happening with me and still feel some sense of, you know, um, masculinity? You know, they they really struggle with that. A lot of the reasons we have growth in numbers for our our um, males is, of course, word. Um, but law enforcement is, ref- you know, they know what we do, they understand what we do, and so they refer males to our center as well. And most traditionally males are uh, uh, officers or males. So when you have another male referring a male to our center it's more likely that they're going to follow through and come see us so that kind of relationship really helps um to support males
2: absolutely yeah absolutely and and i'm so glad that you touched on a couple different things there uh one primarily being the loss of masculinity Mm -hmm. nobody wants as a male nobody wants to admit that Mm -hmm. that you know hey seeing this You know girl Mm -hmm. uh wherever i go Mm -hmm. is starting to kind of freak me out man. and and like you said your friends might be like well she's got a crush on you buddy you know well yeah yeah, it's kind of going beyond that yeah and i'm getting worried Mm -hmm. uh and as yvonne said it might not be like oh well this is going to be physical violence but what if uh, i'm trying to get involved with another girl well who's that well i that's my stalker you know like how do you even approach that and if i'm a, a you know, teenage kid, gosh, that's got to be even worse. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who do I talk to without removing my masculinity yeah
4: and you it, talk to the advocates at the
2: advocacy and resource center. <laughs> <and> that's
3: right <laughs> well, and the masculinity the that whole topic could be a whole separate public pulse in in my opinion but it's it's this um you know even we've all i think heard it when uh maybe a young kid hits another young kid well that means he or she likes you you know right, and right. and so we're it's just ingrained in us what equates to masculinity or love or like or romance. And so um, I think I think males are catching up with that and saying, you know, well, I don't care. Like this feels bad. Like I want to talk to somebody about it and it's becoming okay to talk about feelings and and of course our office supports that 100%.
2: And and the culture around us has changed mm-hmm. quite a bit as yeah. well. I mean, I've sat down and watched some of the old 80s quote unquote romance movies and been like, that's borderline stalking, buddy. Like, that's not, I got a crush on that person. That's stalking. Or, holy cow, like watching some of these things, they did not age well, did they? And
3: very glamorized. Like, even now, today, you know, I mean, I'll probably, I'll probably get emails about this, but you on Netflix is that stalker series and it's super glamorized and romanticized (laughs) and um, it's a love story and there's murder and it's like ugh, i can't watch anything anymore i'm so you're tainted. ruined <laughs> well, yeah and,
2: and i mean but like the rest of us kind of watching this stuff cringe worthy moments and yeah. some of you know mm-hmm. some of the best movie well what you thought was the best movies out of the 80s yeah uh, i do appreciate this change in culture Me um, too. i have a daughter mm-hmm. and so i don't uh, i don't as a dad of course i don't tolerate any messing around there um at all and mm-hmm. and she's had uh, you know some ex-boyfriends that i'm not very fond of and and so yeah uh i, I do enjoy this shift where it's very empowering for females mm-hmm. to be able to say i'm gonna say something mm-hmm. i'm gonna do something and i have support yeah. right uh and and you know here the advocacy center's been doing this since the 80s mm-hmm. y- yvonne tell me have you seen more individuals come forward with the shift in
0: culture
4: yeah definitely what and and that's the part of like having the men come in and even when we're going to talk to the youth and would and probably talk more about this but letting girls know and women know that they do have a voice and that they can use it um being assertive Gets you a lot of names. Yes. And I was, yes. I, I, you know, even in high school, I was like, go ahead, call me the B word. I earned it. I'll own it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like to, to be able to tell somebody in a bar, no, thank you. I don't want your free drink or I want to be left alone and not being called a name because you don't want the company of a stranger. Um, but also teaching our young boys that it's okay for a girl to say no. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and, and it doesn't mean that you're a bad person, but it's okay to give somebody else their space. And I think our team does an amazing job working in the high school and trying to promote that, that it's okay to have your own space. It's okay to be alone. And it's okay for me to let you be alone. You know, and it, it shouldn't hurt your feelings. Mm-hmm. And and it shouldn't it shouldn't turn violent, it shouldn't turn controlling and, and things like that. So opening up that other aspect of those relationships is really important because I think that's gotten Lost back, and I remember my mom came home. She was at my house one day, and my husband was on his way home, and she's like, "We got to clean the house for the king of the castle." And I was like, "No, (laughs)
2: that's not the way this happens."
4: (laughs) I'll clean the house because I like my house clean. Yeah, but I don't like jump just because he just came home. Like I have two little ones, and I've been working all day and feeding them and cleaning. You're lucky it looks this good.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're lucky <laughs> you know, it's not worth
4: that shift of like, I, I want to do things for you because I love you, not because I have to. Uh,
2: absolutely. And and this, uh, you know, shift that we've seen uh, with women being empowered, you know, for the longest time, it, there was almost a bit of a bother for me and I, I couldn't really nail it mm-hmm. uh my wife is the one who pointed it out to me where i'm like you know we should be you know empowering young ladies and mm-hmm. and doing it. and she's like yeah that's all great but everything starts with empowering and educating our young men on how yeah, to treat a woman correctly. That's what,
3: I was, that, that's what I was thinking when you guys were talking, is I think there's been a shift too of um, changing the norms that we grew up with and, and that our kids, our kids are seeing, we're, we're able at a moment to talk like, Here's how I grew up, and here's how it's different for you, and and we're we're hitting that area where kids are like, that's how it was, you know. Um, so so it is shifting, but I have boys and a daughter, but raising boys to know that. Um, you know, not feminism or anything like that, but just equality and how a relationship can grow in equality. Um, you know, we're not giving 50, 50% in a relationship. For example, we're giving 100, 100. Or if you can't give a 100, I'm giving your extra, you know, things like that. And um, talking to young people about how, you know, just building or thinking about kinds of relationships they want or they see themselves in with friends or, or romantic partners and that they can attain that. And in, um, one of the most empowering things when working with victims, female victims, when they come in and brokenhearted and, and their relationship didn't last, we are now at a place where we get to talk to them about what is attainable for them, what kind of relationship that they deserve, and that it is out there because the norms of men are changing. And um, there will be partners that will support them, that will love them, that will let them have a voice. And so it's really empowering for us to do this work knowing that things are changing and we get to say that with truth.
2: And they're changing because the people around us who are basically helping this culture along, individuals like you who are pushing this forward. Tell me about the Advocacy in Action Award.
4: I'm gonna let Rhonda tell you.
3: Okay, Um, so every year (laughs) we give the Advocacy in Action um, Award during our March Against Family Violence. And this started as a way of us wanting to honor someone who really helps alongside us do this work. It's been volunteers, it's been donors. Um, This year we have selected Kayla Larimore and she works with the VOA. Um, She was the Homeless Outreach Coordinator and um, she has now transitioned to the Independent Living Coordinator. So we work alongside her weekly. Um, She is an advocate in action because she helps transition people who are homeless, um, whether it's because of violence or past trauma related to violence, and she does it with no. No judgment, she does it with love and care she really fully supports the families and the struggles that they go through so she's a true advocate in action. Now as an independent living coordinator, she works with a lot of youth who have suffered trauma whether it was abuse in the home or abuse directly to them um, and she, she works tirelessly to help give them resources in the community, be the support and what we love most about Kayla is that she does it with no judgment um, she does it wholeheartedly she does it in a way that makes them feel supported, feel valuable, and feel like human beings. Oh,
2: that's absolutely invaluable yeah, to the community. Amazing. People like that, um, they are gems among all of us. Yes. Uh, congratulations on that award. Uh, well deserved. Yvonne, tell me about the march. I got two minutes left. When and where is our march going to happen this year?
4: Our annual march um against family violence here in Sheridan. We are starting at the Best Western this year. Um, We will march at nine, so get there a little early. We're going from the Best Western to Alger, right by the rainbow, headed right into Whitney Commons. Um, Bison Union Coffee has donated coffee this year. We're gonna have some coffee and some donuts. Um, And then, of course, award Kayla. And, you know, make a community stand that violence isn't tolerated in our in our community and that everybody should have a safe home
2: absolutely absolutely this is an excellent way to come together as a community acknowledge this is a problem Uh, i think that's step one we accept that this is a problem in every community Mm -hmm. you know this this happens round world so come together be an advocate yourself uh and and if all you can do is carry a sign during that march if that's the only time you have then we'll accept it we'll take that we'll take that time uh, i really look forward to that yvonne Rhonda, thank you both so much for the conversation being able to come in and talk openly and candidly about uh, our shifts in culture mm-hmm. and uh, i think we're heading in a good direction Me too. thank I think you so,
4: too thank, thank you. you for having
2: us you've been listening to public pulse on 930 kroe and 103.9 fm shared it
9: of dealing with complicated bank switches? At First Federal Bank & Trust, we understand that where you bank matters and switching to the right bank should be a breeze. Introducing ClickSwitch, your ultimate solution to hassle-free direct deposit transfers. With ClickSwitch, we automatically move your recurring direct deposits from your old account to your new account. It's simple, safe, and takes just minutes. When you bank with First Federal, you're not just a customer, you're a valued member of the community. We take pride in living and working right alongside you, contributing to the growth of our local economy. First Federal Bank & Trust, member FDIC.
6: Attention, food lovers. You may have noticed there's some road construction happening out in front of Frackleton's, but don't let that deter you from enjoying culinary perfection because there are six public parking lots within walking distance. Here's just one, courtesy of the hub. It's just 350 steps from Frackleton's. So just park your car in one of these nearby lots and you're only a short stroll away. Don't let a little road work stop you from savoring the best flavors in town at Frackleton's. Fine food and spirits. This announcement brought to you by Farmer's Co-op Country Store on Coffin Avenue, home of the Ligursky Sausage Lunch.
5: Hi, this is A.J. Evans with the Dog and Cat Shelter inviting you to a long-timer story, a night of comedy, spaghetti, and a silent auction. Join us at the Shrine on Friday, October 13th at 5.30 p.m. You will have a chance to glance at some of our long-timers. Tickets can be purchased by calling 307-674-7694. Special thanks to our sponsors, Mountain Works Entertainment and Dinus Chiropractic.
0: If you're looking for a little extra sports coverage in life, you should check out the Weekend Sports Wrap podcast hosted by me, James Timberlake. Every week, we break down some of the biggest stories in the sports world, as well as some other topics along the way, and we'll maybe talk about something random, like how mind-blowing the invention of shoelaces must have been when they first came out. Who knows? For all of your sports jargon, and maybe a little extra, check out the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, posted every Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts, or on SheridanMedia.com, presented by Jack and Kathleen One at 307 Real Estate and Alpine Climate Control. Donna, I'm so happy to be here and to see you. Had I known that that was our last summer, I never would have left, but... I have a feeling you didn't make this invitation, did you? I kept asking Sophie, does your mother know?
1: Honey, honey, you're absolutely right. I mean, knowing me, knowing you, this meeting would never have happened. But I am excited for you to see Mama Mia at the Y.O. Theater.
0: Oh, I know, me too. I totally remember you as the dancing queen, singing night after night with Donna and the Dynamos. You three were more than hardcore, you were super troopers.
1: No joke, too bad we never made any money, money, money with that gig. Oh well, I guess that's just the name of the game.
0: Well honestly, thank you for the music. We really had a great run, didn't we?
1: We did. And now we get to see it in action with Mamma Mia at the Wyo Theater. October 14th is the premiere performance with encores October 15th, 19th, 20th, 21st, and 22nd.
0: Can't wait. Seriously, I have a dream about this almost every night. At least one of us is going to get what
7: we want.
1: Oh, you mean tickets? I think a lot of us are going to get those. All you have to do is go to WyoTheater.com.
7: The Wyoming Corporate Office Studio on 103.9 FM and News Talk
1: 930. KRI